What's going on guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As you can see, we have changed the name to the Dylan Money Podcast instead of Envision Greatness because although I want to chat about self-development and self-help, there's also a lot of other subjects that I want to chat about, which is one of these subjects today. So today we're going to be talking about body body positivity and body confidence and today we have a guest on. So Sarah, if you can just introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what it is you do. Hi, uh, my name is Sarah Allen. I'm 23 years old and I am a CrossFit trainer and a CrossFit athlete. Perfect. So the main reason that we decided to jump on this podcast was because of a post that I made explaining that women shouldn't have the fear of getting bulky from lifting weights. And then you messaged me that and then you asked my opinion on the subject, um, asked my opinion on a subject, which was women who are bulkier slash have more muscle aren't really accepted and I agreed with everything they said and for that that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast. Now for anyone listening could you explain a little bit about your response and what it was and go into a bit more detail of what you meant? Um, yeah so I think there is still um, a stigma on girls who are or girls who choose to be bulky or a little bit more muscly um, but also just in general, there's still a lot of um, subtle body shaming. Uh, so when we were chatting about the bulky thing, it's usually used in a sense where don't worry, you can lift weights, but you won't get bulky as if bulky is a really bad thing to get. Um, or it's like, oh, you would need steroids to get bulky or you would need to eat a lot to get bulky. And it's like, it's just a, a natural uh, body shape for some women and um, so I think a lot of people don't know that and I don't really accept it and I think also just in general like different body shapes still not really being accepted with the trends that are on social media so like the hashtag strong not skinny yeah it's really good that people are lifting weights and getting strong but then you're bashing not you but you're bashing the skinny yeah. Um, group and yeah I think we could all just be better at encouraging things but without having to put other body shapes down at the same time yeah for sure no completely get that one thing I want to ask from that is with obviously my post my post obviously wasn't to offend it was to make women aware that when they start to lift weights they're not going to get a body shape that they might particularly don't want what way or how would you say that would be a better way of describing that without saying getting bulky? Um, oh, that's an interesting question. Like, what is bulky? I don't know. Like, what define the level of muscle mass in a woman that would become bulky? <laughs> like you quite often see these women who look so strong but actually in real life they're so petite because lean muscle mass is actually takes out way less room than fat so I would say if you follow a exercise regime and a diet then you are healthy you're looking after yourself and whatever that looks like on your body embrace it if you're doing something negative um, and you like the look of it or something, then maybe you would have more of a situation where you're not really looking after yourself that well. But if you're genuinely caring after yourself and it looks a certain way on you, then embrace it. Um, I think health and I think performance looks different on everybody and it's not really one category that fits all. So whatever that looks like on you, just embrace it and go with it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, only reason I ask that is because I get a lot of female clients ask, like, basically when I say to them, listen, I'm going to jump into the weights area and we're going to deadlift or we're going to squat or we're going to bench press. Their automatic reaction is, fuck that, definitely not. I ask, why not? And the reason for it is, in their words, I don't want to get too bulky. Now, that's maybe just a term that people use and people don't, realize that it can be offensive to other people but what i was meaning was so say someone comes up to you girl and she wants to 
get in shape, she wants to get lean, and she wants to look like what she sees on Instagram. And obviously, you know, fine Belf, that a lot of that, the body shapes, basically you have to lift weights to get to basically achieve that body shape. What would you say to them to stop them from worrying about getting too big but still being able to achieve the body that they want whilst lifting weights? I would say that unless that you are giving yourself five years of 110% concentration and focus on what you eat every day of the week, how hard you train six days a week, like it's not just going to happen. And it takes people a lifetime to achieve a certain aesthetic. So it's almost not funny, but it's almost naive to think that as soon as you start lifting weights, you're going to achieve what someone has worked 20 to 30 years to do. So I would say chill out. <laughs> like you have to really, really want that if it's going to come your way. But I was actually speaking to Bonnie B Fit about this. Oh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Name drop. Um, that there are a lot of, like obviously it depends on genetics as well. And there are a lot of people that don't necessarily lift weights or maybe don't even go to the gym but they generally just have a higher uh, percentage of muscle mass and they look quite athletic if they were to lift weights three times a week then they might get really strong looking that might just happen personally i'm not in that category i've had to work really hard for a long time to even see like a little bit of uh, muscle mass but someone else might be in a different position. So that's why I say whatever health and fitness looks like on you, embrace it. Rather than you don't know where people might actually only lift weights twice a week and still look really strong. You just don't know. So I wouldn't want to categorize someone into either way, you know? Yeah, no, perfect. You knew that response. I, I knew you would have a good response to that. And it makes people aware that how you can how you can basically explain how lifting weights might not get them to somewhere that they don't want to be but you kind of have to embrace that as a potential of happening if you want to continuously progress mm -hmm. and that's basically the full reason for the podcast and why you messing me on it now from the sounds of it it's something that you've dealt with firsthand you're quite passionate about it what is if if I'm right there? What is it like having people constantly making snarky comments, and how do you deal with it personally? I would say uh, in my day to day life, it is extremely normal to come across muscly women. Like obviously, I teach CrossFit, I do CrossFit, everything, everything is CrossFit, and um, so it's just not that bizarre and I would go months without ever getting a comment if anything I would get complimented and um, boss at the gym however it's more on the outside and it's not a crossfit thing it's just a fitness thing I think um, people don't understand why someone would want to go to the gym and lift weights why someone who is slim why would they want to add muscle onto their body when they were fine before or whatever it is um, over time I've just learn to accept it like they just don't understand and I don't necessarily need to make them understand we can agree to disagree but also for me personally um I'm more concerned with performance and that's like my absolute goal that one day I want to monetize so it's a job really and I wouldn't comment on someone else's job so I just kind of ignore it now but it's Definitely taken a while to get to that place where I don't care as much. Yeah, perfect. Uh, that's quite a good, um, well, quite an interesting way to describe it of saying it's like a job and you wouldn't, you wouldn't comment on someone who worked as a cleaner in a school and be like, why are you, why are you doing that? Like, it's very, very true what you're saying. Um, and you, you made a good point there about saying that personally you don't actually get it that much because of the environment that you're in. Do you think that yeah. the, the people you surround yourself with and the environment that you're included in 
has a big impact on the comments that you're going to get. Like, do you feel as if out with CrossFit and all the people you surround yourself with within fitness, so let's go and talk about family and friends, do you get more comments from them than you do within your own environment? Oh, yeah, 100%, especially when it was a fairly new thing to me. Um, Yeah, I think a lot of it is a generational thing. Like it's not, it wasn't very common for girls to want to get strong. Um, so I kind of take what maybe my grandparents would say to me with a pinch of salt, like they don't mean to offend me. It's just, they don't quite understand that side of things, which is fine. Um, and yeah, I think I would take to think anyone would say super negative things about what I do, but just because it's not what they do, they don't have to understand. It's taken me a while to get to this point. Obviously, when it first happened, I would be quite insecure and be like, well, why are you like talking about my body? I'm not talking about your body. But now I'm just like, embrace it. This is who I am. <laughs> as cheesy as that sounds. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's not really cheesy. People do have to think of it in that manner. But do you find it's more of a case of trying to get the family and friends that don't understand it so you're saying obviously they might not understand it and that's okay do you not think it would be good to try and get them to understand it so they kind of lay off you a little bit so I find even from a business standpoint from me going self-employed I had a lot of negative comments of like comments that you they're meant from a good place but they they end up being negative in your own head so I, I had a lot of why are you doing that? Or do you not think you should maybe just get a job that's very sustainable? Or do you not think that what if it doesn't work out? And it's all negative comments that can build up and have a negative impact on you. So the question is, do you think that it's probably better maybe just to sit people down and get them to understand? Um, I guess it depends on how close they were to me. Like when I first started out on CrossFit, it's weird. I remember... So I got my degree, I was going through things about maybe being a doctor or a dentist, like all these uh, occupations from my head about being a professional. Like I thought that's what I had to go and do was be something that was going to earn a lot of money. Uh, And I think when I told my parents that I had this opportunity to become a CrossFit coach, I was actually really taken aback, but they were just like, yeah, you should definitely do that. It's all you talk about. <laughs> I said, like, oh, I said, like, I thought you wanted me to like take over the world or be a famous surgeon. They were like, no, it's all you talk about. You love it. So I think that was a massive turning point to me that they were just like, yeah, this is what Sarah wants to do. But beyond my close family, I don't know. I've just never felt like I had to explain it. Yeah. Like, if they don't understand and if I've answered questions and people don't understand or they're like why do you look like that blah 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 I just I'm just over it I'm just like this is what I do yeah so just take the the fuck them mentality and just that's it <laughs> not, not in a mean way but like I'm happy to discuss it if it's going to be a positive conversation but if it's going to come back on me doing something wrong then I'm not that interested yeah no definitely just basically cancel out the negatives and only bring in the positives and it's going to have a positive impact on your mind for sure so obviously we're talking about a stigma around um women with a more muscular physique why do you think in this day and age there is still a stigma around that um i think there's still a stigma because since forever it's always been like a manly thing it's a very masculine thing to have muscles which is mad because all human beings need muscle otherwise they would just be some bones on the floor like it's a thing we need to move so the idea behind it being a masculine thing doesn't make much sense to me I'm like we all need muscle it's as much a female thing as it is a man thing but i think that's why there's a stigma uh, and also, it's not really a body image you see a lot. Like, I remember when I was 
first starting out in strength training and I would get muscles really fast because it was a new thing I'd go to the shops and nothing would fit so because that shop didn't have anything for let's just say athletic females I was made to feel like I was the weird one yeah whereas like if maybe shops catered for more body shapes and more body sizes um, and things fitted and I wasn't like, there's no space for this thing in this pair of jeans, <laughs> this thing being muscle. <laughs> <laughs> um, then maybe I wouldn't feel so weird about it at first. Um, I think, yeah, if there was just more talk about it and there was just more role models that you saw that were like that. Yeah, definitely. Do you find that a lot of the comments come from males or females? Pardon? Do you find your connections going, I'm guessing. Um, do you find yeah. that a lot of the the stigma around it, um, so all like your negative comments, do you find as if they come from predominantly males or females? Um, I would say both. Yeah, I would say both. Males generally don't want a female to be just as strong as them, generally speaking. Um, and females don't want to look like males, generally speaking, again. So, yeah, I think it comes from, from both sides. Yeah. When it comes to males, why do you think they don't want a female to be as strong as them? Do you think it makes them feel inferior? Or perhaps maybe a female with higher muscle mass makes them realize they don't have high muscle mass, or I don't know, a female. Well, females have always been made out to be the weaker sex, like, oh, you throw that ball like a girl. Like, there's always been connotations towards girls being weaker. So, I don't know, I can't speak for males, but maybe they just don't like that being untrue <laughs> yeah i can see where you come from i mean i feel like i can't really comment on it because i have an open mind with it it's not something that i would personally go oh fuck she's a lot stronger than me i feel like a wee bitch like it's not something that i it's not something that i i really think about um so i suppose it could be something that guys do feel um, inferior along the lines of that but like one thing that I've realized when it comes to like showing people like a muscular physique for a woman, like there's a few group chats I'm in where people send in maybe a CrossFit athlete and go, fucking hell, check the size of her. And normally the, the first question that people ask is, do you think it's attractive? And this kind of just goes to show what our society is like in this day and age. People base their judgment on something from someone else's opinion. But why do you think that this is the first thing that people think of whenever they see images like this? I guess because it is a different body shape to what people have come across. It's not like a traditional female curvy shape or there's no hourglass figure that's very boxy, big muscles bicep veins the lot maybe they just don't know what other people think of that but maybe they're too afraid to admit that they do find it attractive in case people think maybe they're interested in um more masculine females or males i don't know um but i do think it's just because there's more exposure to that sort of look now and people are probably just trying to figure out what they like and don't like but saying that, like a lot of the CrossFit Games athletes, a lot of their photos are when they're in the middle of a workout or when they're doing something um, which is just emphasising a certain look, which there's nothing wrong with because they've worked so hard for those muscles. But I guarantee if you were to see them in person, they would look completely different. Like they're not constantly flexing and their veins aren't constantly popping. They're just really athletic people. 
Yeah, definitely. I I do agree with that. There's a few, like for instance, even like Sarah Sig- Sigmund's daughter. I think that's how you say her surname. You go on her Instagram yeah. and she's a fucking beast. Like massive respect to her for what she's done. But then you see her in pictures of just normal clothes, and you you wouldn't really think she's top five fittest women in the world. Like. It is, um, it is mad when you think about it because people are just showing on Instagram the... It's the same as a guy posting a picture in an oversized t-shirt and then posting one mid-workout where he's got a massive chest pump. Like, you can't, you can't really base it, base it off of that. But from obviously saying, like, why do you think this is the first, people, first thing that people think of, it probably is more because they are thinking to themselves like mm, maybe maybe i do find that attractive and then they're scared to, yeah totally. scared to, like because <laughs> i personally i, I personally I, some of it i do find pretty attractive and then there's other sections that you don't find attractive but i feel it's it's interesting because in some of my group chats it's a, a case of do you find this attractive and some folk are like nah but then other folk are like i don't know what it is but i find that quite fit <laughs> and it's like it's just, it's just having an open mind on it, I suppose. But well, it's just someone at their absolute um, fittest. That is what fitness looks like. And all the CrossFit Games athletes will possess different body. There'll be a bit different body fat percentages. Um, some will be bigger than others. Some will be really slender. Um, there's not a one size fits all. But what's probably most attractive about them all is that they know that they're in like their peak shape and they're just working it yeah like i think because when i get asked i'm more just like it's the it's the respect and like the work ethic that's attractive alongside Mm -hmm. it as well like it doesn't like obviously attraction doesn't necessarily come from purely how someone looks it's everything else around that but it kind of brings me on to the next part of like with body images, it's I feel like it's more of a case of showing respect for that person's choice. So if someone wants to be more muscular than the average person or be really lean or be a little bit on the chunky side, then that's on them. If it makes them happy and then that's all that matters at the end of the day. Like, would you agree with that? Um, I would agree with that alongside healthy. It makes them happy and they're healthy in terms of like... Um, metrics used by the doctor like if they're all good in that respect and they like the way they look then yeah who's who's anyone else to call them out on that yeah i like how you've just added in the bit about being healthy because that's definitely something i agree with and i'm going to go off topic from the questions that i have here because i'm interested to see your opinion on this so obviously back can't remember when it was a couple of years ago there was a th- I think her name's Tess the one that was on the front cover of the magazines who was morbidly obese extremely morbidly obese and she's shouting out about body confidence and body positivity now I'm all for that um but I don't agree with her being on the front cover of a magazine now my reasoning for it is it's promoting being that size as yes, you might be happy, but you're not necessarily healthy. And if you're trying to promote that, that's given other people thoughts that it's okay to be that size, which in that person's own opinion, it may be, but from a health standpoint, it's not. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I agree. Like it's difficult because there's a really thin line in between that um, body shaming but if someone's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle and glamorizing it and making it all right they don't realize they're affecting thousands of people and probably mostly young young people as well to follow in their footsteps so in that case it's great that you're healthy but clearly unhealthy um, What's to say if you just, if you were actively trying to get healthier, then it would be all right as well. Like if you were aware that you were morbidly obese and you were aware of the stress of your body and you're on a journey to try and improve that, 
that's amazing. Like everyone would want to see that. Everyone's in support of that. But if you're promoting that being that obese is all right as a, an end goal, then that's when it's a little bit not great. If lots of young girls and young boys then deem that to be acceptable. Yeah, exactly. You, you hit the nail on the head. It's like you said, it is a very, it's a very, um, I try to think of the word, fragile topic to talk about because one wrong word and like you say, you can be, people can call you fat shaming and things like that. Now, like with what I said, it is more a case of if you personally are that size and you're happy, then that's fine for you. But then if you're becoming a role model for people and you're promoting being unhealthy, it's fine because you're going to be, it's, it's not really because you're going to be, you're, you're promoting the being that size. Oh, I'm happy. I'm healthy. And it's like, mm, you're, you're not really, you're, you're more likely to get heart disease. You're more likely to have a heart attack. You're more likely to get certain types of cancer purely just from being morbidly obese. And it's, it's not really, it's not, in my opinion, I don't know if this is just from a PT in perspective because my job is to, help people get in shape and help people become a healthier version of themselves. I don't particularly think it's fair for people to promote that body confidence, fine, promote it, but don't promote being unhealthy. And that kind of brings me on to, again, this is just another thing off topic that I'm not really, didn't really want to chat about, but I want to bring it in because it ties into this. The full thing with Adele losing weight. She's done fantastic. She looks amazing. But there was a massive thing around people saying that, congratulating her, I, I, I find it bizarre, people saying congratulating her on her fat loss is being fat phobic. What's your thoughts on that? Um, well, I think like Adele did something for Adele. Like She did it for herself. Um, obviously, we don't really know her <laughs> to chat to her. But it'd be interesting to see how much happier she was and how much more body confidence she had, potentially, I'm just guessing here. Um, but yeah, she's bettered herself. Or from what we can see, she's bettered herself and she looked pretty happy in the photo. Um, if Adele had done it in any way, or if it had been through stress or if it had been through um, like an eating disorder, binge eating cycle, like that wouldn't be so good. Um, but we don't know that. We don't see that. Um, so it's kind of hard to make a judgment call. But no, I think people should step away from what size Adele went to, how much fat she went from to where she is now, and just focus on the fact that she has done something for herself, which has bettered her. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, if she'd gone from, if it was the other way, and she was a size six, and she potentially wasn't very healthy size six and she became a healthy size 10 if we congratulated her on that would that have been skinny shaming like there's always going to be something for someone to say but as long as she's happy she did it for herself she looks great if it was done healthy then fine yeah exactly i um just want to talk about so i made a, a post on it um because the feel f- f- being fat phobic angered me and I also like con- raising controversy. So <laughs> I made a post on it. And I got a few interesting comments. Now, I think it depends on the way you look at it. So this person commented on the photo saying that it is my, basically saying what I said, is fat phobic and fat people should be celebrated. Now, the, it's very vague, that comment. It doesn't really give a lot of context. Whereas my reply to it was, it's not fat phobic and people at higher risk of cancer and disease should not be celebrated. Now, what's your thoughts on that? Because that's two different ways that you can look at it. One way is saying, basically, they should be celebrated. And I'm assuming she's meaning from a body confidence point of view. Whereas from my point of view, it's from a health point of view. So what's your Mm -hmm. thoughts on both of the comments? I understand the body confidence point of view that if you were to 
say that that wasn't right and that she if we weren't promoting body confidence there'd be so many people that'd be negatively impacted by that and could potentially go into a a state of self-destruction and the situation spirals and we're not helping those who need help when it comes to body confidence we're making it worse from a health standpoint I think people need to realize that there are certain health markers um, and if you don't meet them then your health is at risk but saying that that's down to that person really so to make that call for themselves yeah. that they're ready to change yeah for sure I think I just think with a lot of it it can be very narrow-minded and it can be a lot of people in denial now again very controversial topic people mm-hmm. may completely disagree with me but um this next one i'm going to read out is i don't know if you've read it on the page but this next one that i'm going to read out is basically someone's very very real thought on it an opinion and then i've given my real thought of it, an opinion and i want to know your opinion on it so she said fun fact Weight loss isn't always an indicator of improved health and or healthy lifestyle changes. I'm clinically obese, yet I have maintained amazing health. I take care of my body and have dedicated, um, sorry, I have dedication even though my size may not show that and that's okay. Extreme weight loss is, extreme weight loss can graduate, like this can be very triggering and further result in issues regarding low self-esteem, increased chance of developing an eating disorder, and an increased chance to relapse if you're recovering from an eating disorder. It is not okay for people to say, oh, you lost weight, I'm so proud of you, unless they know that person's on a weight loss journey. I say this from experience. I recently lost 30 pounds, and when visiting the fam, the first thing that they brought was my weight loss. Little did they know, this is from anxiety and disordered eating, atypical anorexia. In turn, my health has declined, even though I was losing weight. So no, weight comments aren't okay. You assume all fat people are unhealthy, but that's false. And then she, add, she added something else. To add to this, it is okay to be fat. All bodies deserve respect, just as all people deserve respect. To say a fat person needs to be fixed is like telling a gay person is uh, to fix their sexuality. It's like uh, suggesting a black person to fix their appearance as to not coming off as threatening. Being fat is a part of my identity, just as being black is and being religious is. So to sit there and say someone's identity makes them less worthy of respect is definitely fatphobic. Just as sexism, ageism, racism, etc. are okay, the oppression of larger bodies isn't okay either. Now before I read my response, what's your response to that? So if someone commented on your foe with that, what would your response be? So... I understand, is it a lady? Is it? Yes. I understand the lady's point on don't always assume weight loss has come from a positive place. I understand that. Um, it could be a really dark time for someone and they'll lost weight and it's not going to be sustainable because of how they did it or whatever. I believe that it's not someone's place to say, I'm proud of you for that. To bring it up, yeah, maybe, and just see what the chat is and if they're all right and if if it was a good thing at that point you would then congratulate them what I am struggling with is the comparison to the obesity with sexism basically she's comparing it to your sexuality and racism and it's fucking bizarre in my mind yeah, like you're not set, like you You can't change the colour of your skin, but you can change your lifestyle habits around to become healthier. If you're fat, that's not your fat for life. Like you can do so many things to, to help with that um, if you want to make those changes. Yeah. But it's not sense. Yeah, exactly. Like my response was, if you're clinically obese and you haven't got amazing health and you haven't taken care of your body, 
yes, you might eat healthy and exercise now, but how it's but it's how you've eaten and the lifestyle you've lived in the past to get to the stage of being clinically obese that will put you at a higher risk of disease and cancer due to your body being under a lot of stress from carrying excess body fat. Jeez, oh, that was a fucking big word. Um, in regards to congratulating someone on their weight loss being triggering, just because it was triggering to you in your situation doesn't mean to say that it's the same for everyone else. Can't someone want to lose weight for them? Because they want to improve their health and feel more confident in their self. You also said your health declined. To be more specific, your mental health declined. If you've lost 30 pounds, regardless of the reasons why, your physical health has improved. Also, I don't assume all overweight, are, all overweight people are unhealthy. I knew... I know all overweight people have had an unhealthy period in their life, which has caused them to hold a higher body fat percentage, which is now in the long term putting them at a higher risk. Now let's move on. I never once said all bodies don't deserve respect. If someone is overweight and is happy and doesn't want to change that, then cool. It's your body at the end of the day. Uh, what I do have a problem with is promoting obesity can be healthy when it can't. Obesity is the second biggest cause of cancer after smoking. You wouldn't promote smoking and say it's okay to smoke when you're at a ha- and you're not at a higher risk of disease and cancer, would you? So why would you do the same with obesity? Your comments about sexuality and race are absurd. You can't change your sexuality, it's ingrained in you. You can't change your race, you were born with that race. And these things are out of your control and are part of your identity. Being clinically obese is a choice and is something that you can, you can change to better your health. It's only a part of your identity if you want it to be, which again, cool, if you want it to be as long as you're happy and you don't go promote promoting obesity and say you can be healthy and obese because you can't, then that's cool. And I mean, she didn't reply to it, so it must have been a good reply. But <laughs> it's yeah, it's just yeah. Um, I think the last bit of if you want to be part. Say that again. You cut out. <laughs> the signal's so bad. Uh, the last bit of if you want it to be part of your identity then fine like that can be what you want but if you don't then there is the option for change like don't just assume that it's a done deal yeah exactly i feel like it's just clutching at straws when you're starting to compare your weight to sexuality and race yeah 100 is anyway there were two topics that I actually didn't plan chatting about, but I went on a tangent and added them in anyway. <laughs> so we'll get back on track. So I want to talk a wee bit about other body shapes because it's odd. Every t- every year, there seems to be a body shape and image that's popular and it seems to be desired by people. One year it's being lean, next year it's being curvy. Why do you think it's constantly changing? And do you think that social media and people who are idols have a big part to play in this? Yeah, I guess like things are constantly going in and out of fashion um, and there's been so many different eras where different body types have been more um, attractive and I I don't know, I guess it is just who's in the spotlight at that point. Most people that will then want to follow in their footsteps but it makes it completely unachievable for everyone else if your idol is a um, supermodel and particularly slim and then the following month is someone who's maybe a bit curvier and you're trying to keep up with these trends it's never going to end well <laughs> you're never going to be happy with how you as an individual look like yeah one a hundred percent i would say social media does play a massive part in it not even just social media i mean we're going to get on to talk about this in a minute but it's like reality tv shows and all the type of things that you watch as well it's you don't you don't really know that it's playing with your mind when when really it is so obviously body confidence is something that's it's massive people i mean it's not always been promoted but over the last few years it's something that gets promoted quite a lot and there's a lot more realness on instagram and facebook but people still suffer with body confidence issues why do you think that is Again, I think people are just chasing something unrealistic. Um, Not because it's not realistic to 
become healthy, tone up, lose some fat, more that it's unrealistic that they have an exact person or an exact image in their head that they want to look like when that is, that's not how it works. You have to become healthier version of yourself, not of someone else. So I think people who constantly look up to people are just always disappointed and they're like, oh, still not achieving it, still not achieving it. And it's just constant negative talk. Um, because that's, that's all that there is for them. They're obviously not going to look identical to someone else because no one ever does. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you again, hit the nail on the head. So obviously we spoke quite a bit about body confidence there. What advice would you give to someone who's suffering with body confidence issues, either within the gym or out with the gym? I think being realistic is really helpful for everyone in a fitness and non-fitness setting is realistically what do you want for yourself like I'm not gonna compare myself to someone with really long slender legs because I just don't have that I'm not gonna make my bones longer that's just who I am so rather than having this image in my head which I'll never achieve I start to look at my own body and like where can I improve on these parts or what can I expect from myself um rather than yeah just looking at people who like sometimes you don't even know what height they are like what um weight they are you have no idea in an image so it's not something you can really compare yourself with so be realistic in your goals and try and relate them back to yourself I also think from a fitness standpoint something that really worked for me and wasn't intentional at all was the shift from focusing on performance rather than aesthetics like when I first started at CrossFit like obviously most people want to feel comfortable in their own skin and to look good naked or whatever but the shift to focusing on performance at that point when I wasn't that concerned with being an athlete I just got such a buzz from improving things in the gym and the aesthetic part wouldn't always be on my mind as much which is exhausting when it is so you're like am I leaner yet am I leaner yet am I more muscly yet blah 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 it was more just months would go by and I would be more impressed by how many pull-ups I could do or how heavy I would deadlift how fast I could run that became where my mind was at what my mind focused on and the changes happened anyway but they happened in a much healthier relaxed um not so obsessive way yeah definitely so you would say to anybody listening two of the main things well main bits of advice you'd give is be realistic in your goals and don't try to compare your body to someone else's um especially on social media because half the time it's false anyway and also focusing purely on performance rather than aesthetics yeah Perfect. Even I know that might be easy for me to say that because I know I'm a competitive athlete, but even at the point when I wasn't, that was still a much fresher um, approach. Yeah, definitely. Like, I can even, from a personal standpoint, chat about it and relate because for my first, well, what, I've been training now about seven years, and for the first six and a half years, <laughs> I focused purely on aesthetics and like you say I I was walking past every single mirror I walked past I would pull the shirt up and be like I'm a leaner yet to have abs have I lost that have I lost this and I don't mean every morning I mean every fucking mirror I went past in every single minute of the day and it makes you seem extremely vain when really you're just having a battle in your head of body confidence issues and it kind of brings me on to the next point. Um, I want to chat a little bit about body dysmorphia because from obviously what I've just said there, something that I've personally suffered from, and I can imagine there's a ton of people who are in the same boat. Is this something you, you've suffered with? And if so, tell me about your experience because I know you've just said you focus a lot on performance, so you may not have dealt with this before. 
<laughs> I've dealt with this my entire life, I would say. And I still, even though my focus is performance, I still have body dysmorphia. It's still a constant battle. Um, I've gone through loads of different phases uh, in my life. Um, like I have a size four <laughs> pair of leather shorts and I have a size 16 pair of denim shorts. And I have been every size in between that. And at any point when I was at my absolute skinniest or I was at my heaviest, anything in between, I never was aware. I was never aware of what size I actually was. And I was never happy with what size I was. So it wasn't like an end goal of get to a size eight and you'll be happy. That wasn't enough. And even when I was a size eight, like I'm size eight now, it just doesn't make a difference. Um, to me, I feel like I constantly have a misconstrued version of what I look like. And then I'll look in the, a picture from like a few years ago and I'll be like, oh, I look quite good there. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> or vice versa, I'll be like, oh, I didn't look so good. Um, back then <laughs> but I have so many occasions in my head which is unfortunate that I just didn't enjoy because the whole time I thought I was fat. I remember going away uh, to the Middle East for two weeks on like um, a trekking uh, tourist uh, helping schools which was amazing but really the whole time I was just like I am so fat <laughs> which is such a bizarre thing to say because looking back I must have been about a size six and I had no muscle and I had no fat. I was like really, really skinny. So I would hate like people miss out on things because of their body dysmorphia. And I think, again, it just comes back to focusing on performance. It's just something to take your mind off what, what battles you're going through in your head, really. Yeah, fuck. I, I relate with that so much and I think it's going to be interesting for people listening to hear it from male and female perspective because obviously I mean guys are more like well known for being a bit more rough and hard-headed and not really give a fuck about it but really it happens from both perspectives for it like how you were saying it stopped it, you look back at photos and you can think oh I looked shit hot or you can think oh I looked shit and for me, there's one, there was one photo specifically that I remember looking at. And I was on a night out and I got a picture with this girl and I had this polo top on, but it was a slim fit polo. And let's just say I wasn't in the shape to be wearing a slim fit polo. You could see the fat hanging over my jeans and I was disgusted in that photo. And that made me realize, uh, like I really have to go the opposite direction but then there's been times when I was competing that I was four days out and you could my you could peel my skin and it was like peeling a paper bag there was like nothing on me and I'm looking in the mirror thinking I'm fat as fuck and it's bizarre how much it plays with you in your mind like for me it, the I've suffered with it pretty much I would say all my life just due to in high school I don't know if it was the same with girls, but in a group of guys, everyone's got their diss for each other. Everyone gets called something different. Where I, I was fat boy. <laughs> I was one of mine. And although I knew it was a joke, it, I, I'm the type of person that wears my heart on my sleeve and I took it to heart and it, and it was something that kind of stuck with me. And that's the main reason that I started the gym. So although it wasn't intentional, I still took it to heart. So kind of I started then, but where it got the worst, to be honest, was when I decided to compete in men's physique so in bodybuilding and you get to this elite shape and it's never it's not attainable you can't maintain that it's not possible and ever since then that first one was when I was 19 ever since then I've massively suffered with it can't I, I, I would still look thinking I look shit I look shit I look shit and it's not it's honestly not been until probably the last six months that since I started focusing on performance and getting fitter, that I'm not really that arsed about how I look anymore. And I feel like 
I'm trying to think of ways to let people know of how you can how you can do the same and basically make it the body dysmorphia go away. I mean, I feel like it never really goes away fully. But one thing I would say is get rid of like these accounts that you follow that are fake as fuck on Instagram. Like I've just done a post on it and had someone message me saying, like, I really want to work on myself with love now. Like, thanks for sharing this. And it's like we need more real shit on Instagram instead of a lot of fakeness. And your opinion, what advice would you give people who are suffering with body dysmorphia? Well, like I said, I've not exactly <laughs> cracked the code. Like I go through phases all the time, even now, rather than it being based on like a, a model or something, my body dysmorphia is based on my ideal athlete who I aspire to be. So it's very much always there for me. But I would say when it happens from a female perspective, it happens at times when, like for me personally, when I'm feeling a bit more hormonal, I can almost like feel myself about to go through the menstrual cycle. So I feel a little bit chubbier and that's when the negative thoughts will happen. And it's like clockwork. I'll be like, why is this happening again? And then I'll be like, oh, I'm on week three. That's why. And then that goes away for a few weeks and it's just like a constant cycle. So for me, I know when it happens, I know that I'm probably just need to chill out a bit. Like it's a, it's a spiral of a bunch of negative things that maybe happened that week or whatever. Um, or I'm about to start my period and I can either just settle in and be like this is how it's gonna have to be for the next week like it's not a big deal um or I can just try and embrace it like sometimes I just like whack on some fake tan and just try and feel better about myself <laughs> but I know that there isn't really an issue but I know that there will be an issue to me so I just yeah. do what I need to do to make me feel better like if my boyfriend was like don't be silly I'd be like shut up like this is me versus me. Yeah, fuck off, isn't <laughs> like, it? And I, know, and I know it's going to happen, so I'm just embracing it. This is my chubby week. I'm not eating any differently. I'm just feeling a bit shit about myself. Yeah. I've got a question, and this is from a male to a female. What is with the full fake tan thing? Like, why does it make women feel so much more confident? <laughs> well, I'm pasty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't get very much vitamin D. Uh, I don't, do you know what? I actually don't know. I just feel better with a tan. I feel like I look healthier, not even like good as such. I just look like a healthier human being when I got that colour. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, do, I don't know. That's a good question. I guess I've always just, me and my friends just always yeah. wore tan. Not like in the fingers horrendous oh, yeah, tan like not, not we all have <laughs> but just a little bit of color in the face can just make you feel yeah. much you know healthier you know what i have a cheek to ask that question because i remember <laughs> i had so it was my, one of my ex-girlfriends it was her 21st and i had these like cropped trousers on and shirt and i was like i look like shit because i was really pale so I got her to put fake tan around my ankles, my arms, and my face and neck. Yeah, I <laughs> and I that's... shit you not. I, I honestly felt as if I went from like a five to a ten. And I, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, quite. I put, uh, I'm sure my boyfriend wouldn't appreciate this, but like he's half Portuguese, so he's got like a really nice colour anyway. And when I when we go on holiday, I wear Factor 50, again, I'm pasty as fuck. But to make myself feel better, I'll wear Factor 50, I'll sit in the shade, but I'll put on loads of fake tan and I'll be all right. But I just put some on him and I was like, you are a lovely colour. And he was like, yeah, you're right. Embrace it. Yeah. So <laughs> At least it's healthier than... <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Anybody listening, male or female, <laughs> fake, fake tan helps. <laughs> But <laughs> going to move on from that. So it, it, it sounds proper cliche, right? But <laughs> self 
self-love is massive. Like no matter what anybody says, loving yourself and loving your body is it's a it's a magical thing. And being happy and healthy is so much more important than worrying about having abs for people that you think care about what you look like. I mean in reality, nobody really gives a fuck. It's all in your own head and I think social media has a massive part to play in it because it's all external things that play with your mind. And it's scary that you didn't even notice it. And it's just it's just bizarre. Is there anything else that you think alongside social media that affects people mentally when it comes to self-love? I love the topic of self-love and for many reasons. I think largely my perception of it is based on social media and what we see. Um, But I think a lot of the time with self-love, it's like another name drop, Bonnie Beefit. She was talking about it. And there's a line where you love yourself and you want to look after yourself. But sometimes that means doing the hard thing. Like sometimes if you really love yourself and you want what's best sometimes that's getting up at 6 a.m and doing, and doing a workout fucking burpees. <laughs> yeah sometimes sometimes it is have a glass of wine and a face mask and whatever but sometimes it's it's not <laughs> sometimes it's just hard work and that's you giving yourself the respect that you need because you've set yourself a goal you'd be doing yourself a disfavor if that's even a word if you weren't doing that a disfavor what did you say there you just crashed again oh i said the disfavor thing and and <laughs> um, yeah i think for me personally, my experience with self-love is all based on social media and people baking a cake, having a bottle of wine, loving themselves, which is great. But I just always think sometimes you need a little bit of tough love as well as with the face masks and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because obviously being like active can play a massive part in your mental health in a positive aspect. But to be honest that there is nothing better than just sitting, chilling, candle on, dim lights, having a candle on, face mask, and just watching a nice romance movie. That probably sounds weird coming from a guy, (laughs) but that is one of my ideal night and at the weekend. Yeah. No, there's definitely times when you know that's what you need. You just need to get that face mask on, silky skin. I mean, I've literally never used a face mask, but yeah. You're not. At that point, I would have the tan on, fake tan, hair mask. I'd wear a hair mask. And I would just watch some utter shite on YouTube. And I would be good. You've never, you've never used a face mask? I mean, I have used one. I just don't routinely. <laughs> I'm really bad at that. Honestly, I feel like I'm more of a bird than a lot of birds. <laughs> Do you use them? Oh, I, I love a good face mask. I use face masks. I use... I've got like a... Well, beard, though. Do not get stuff in your beard. No, because you do it. I mean, people aren't going to see this where I'm pointing my fingers, but you do it on the cheeks and the forehead and nose. Aye, it's great. I've got a full-on skincare routine in the morning and everything. That's, that's good. That's self-love. Oh, I absolutely love it. It just makes you feel feel great. Use body scrub and everything with essential oils and all that in it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that, that was that was kind of off topic. <laughs> but yeah, self-love, just go ahead, use use some face yeah. masks, pour yourself a glass of wine, but do the odd 50 yeah. burpees and then again. But do burpees. Yeah, do, do your burpees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um <laughs> That was a very positive note to end it on, but that's pretty much, I mean, I'm sure we could chat about so much more, especially when it comes to the self-love part, um, but I'm going to end it there because it has been about an hour. So for anybody that doesn't know you, who's listening to this, where can they find you on social media? Ooh, um, 
My name up. is. My question. <laughs> oh no! What the... <laughs> um, well, my name is Sarah, which is spelled normal, like Sarah. But for some reason, when I was like fifteen, I made my handle S A A R A H. It's just so, what you do when you're that age. Yeah, I feel like it's such a bland name that there was already like a bunch of people with it. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> Sarah with two A's at the beginning, which is weird, but yeah. All right, so Sarah with two A's, Alan. Alan. Yeah, perfect. Just so, just Instagram or? Alan with an A. <laughs> uh, yeah, just Instagram. I mean, yeah. I'm on Facebook, but who even uses Facebook? Yeah, I was just meaning, I just meaning like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> That's fine. I'll put that down in the comments below. But, you know, Sarah, it's been a pleasure having you on and I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'll have you on at some other point. I actually might get you and Bonnie on at the same time to talk about self-love. I think that would be a good one. But, um, but yeah, oh, girl power and me. Um, but yeah, we're going to end that there and I appreciate you coming on and I'll chat to you soon. Yeah, ciao.